Here's another inspiring message from Northside Community Church, Sydney. Well, we are in the middle of, we're calling it Thrive Month, is probably the best way to do it. Uh, Thrive Madagascar is our overseas mission partner. We're going to hear how that partnership came together. Uh, we are seeking this year to raise $21,000 across these key areas, kids in school, mums and dads, mission building. Uh, kids in school is for a kids pack, equipping them to get them into school. Mums and dads is about uh, training mums and dads for employment and to raise the next generation and mission building is to staff a couple of team members on the ground in Madagascar so that ministry might thrive, excuse the pun. So uh, that is... Uh, that is how we're seeking to help these guys out. We've had a partnership of over five years now with Thrive. We've uh, encouraged them, supported them with over $120,000 during that time as a church. So that's no mean feat to the generosity and the love that we have for this ministry. But no better way to hear about it than to hear from the man himself that started the ministry. Can you welcome up to the stage, Brendan Singdeo? There you go. Great to be here, Pastor. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's not your real accent, is it, bro? It is, brother. I'm sorry about that. So, uh, great to be here. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to have you back with us, man. Yeah, good to be here. You keep them well? Very well. Very well, yes. Yeah. Uh, enjoying uh, having a bigger team of people working with us. Um, yes. So I'm freed up to do the things that I used to do at the beginning that I loved. Yes. Instead of getting caught up in human resources and finances and this and that, the things wow. that I don't really like. Yeah. So, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, We're going to yeah. hear about that. Yeah. Uh, for the guys that haven't met you, who, who's Brendan Sindeo? How did you come to meet Jesus? Where was church for you? Uh, you got any yeah. kids? Got a wife? Yeah. How's okay. all that sort of work? Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I grew up in, um, in Bonnells Bay near Morissette and... Um, uh, yeah, in a family that had a bit of uh, domestic violence, so I struggled at school and um, and uh, didn't have a, a really good self-esteem and uh, didn't try much when I was young. Um, but, uh, you know, I've uh, got a great mother that has um, just brought me into church, into the, the Salvation Army in Morrison and then into um, a Christian uh, Life Centre and... Um, yeah, I've grown up there and, and that's just been a great supportive church to me and um, that's where we um, actually started the ministry through there. Yeah, wow. Um, and, um, yeah, I've got a beautiful wife, uh, Diari. She's just up there. Where's Diari? Oh, yeah, I met her. Um, stand up, Diari, so we can up, say, say hi. We want yes. to say hi and welcome you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I met her at her mum's shop, uh, which is, um, I, I'd stopped at. Uh, several years before even meeting her, uh, it's just uh, in the town just before you you go off road to to where we have our children's home and and in Suave, and um, I, I used to go there for three months and I, I'd go in there with my handsome face. This is it right now. <laughs> um, but she would say to the staff in there, "Why is this guy coming in here angry all the time?" So yeah, anyway. But I'd flex my muscles. Say, "How much is that?" And, <laughs> yeah, but she she wasn't giving me nothing, so I couldn't talk to her for three months. But eventually, you know, it was all good. Yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, really, really good because yeah. you got you got a little guy as well. I got a little boy, three year old. Uh, yeah. He's awesome, just loving life. He's yeah. uh, he's already travelled a bit. He's been to Madagascar two or three times. So, yeah, wow, he's um, you got know, his passport and all the rest yeah, of it. He's a blessed boy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Frequent yeah. flyers already. Yeah, yeah he is. <laughs> yeah, you can sign him up. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right, yeah. family chances. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's let's get into the ministry. It's yeah. uh, 
you've you've grown up in church, uh, you've you've something stirred in you because we've been talking about putting things right where you are. Yeah. So so how do how do you move from that point where you're part of a church in Morissette to running a ministry in Madagascar? What what was it for you that clicked for you? Is it something progressive? Was it just a decision? What led you to start this ministry, Thrive yeah. Madagascar? Um, well, what happened? Uh, when I was 16 years old, I was at the Salvation Army uh, youth group and I saw a brochure on a table and it said India cricket team. And... Um, it was a mission trip, but all I saw was cricket team. And um, I, I just um, said, Mum, I want to go on that trip. And anyway, um, I was able to go on that trip. And before going on the trip, people were saying to me, oh, why are you going over there to, to help those people over there? Uh, there? There's so many people in Australia who need help. And I um, just got there. I said, oh, I actually, I said to them, I'm just going to play cricket. And, um, I, yeah, I um, got off uh, the, the train over there and... Um, just saw all these beggars and all these sick people and people with deformities and people trying to palm their babies off to me, um, just desperate for help. And um, I, I immediately my heart was just touched and I knew that um, that's what I was supposed to do for, for my life. And then I just, the next few years, I went to India again several times and then I, I went to Bible college um, when I was 17. Um, I... I, it was Bible Missionary Work Training Centre at, at Teen Missions in, in Queensland. And um, uh, after I finished that, uh, I uh, was able to do an internship in a country where, that, where Teen Missions had a base. And I've always liked to be different in, uh, and, and crazy in my life. So I um, saw Madagascar as an option. I never heard of it and uh, no one else had. So I just said, all right, God, if you want me to go there, then open the doors for me to do it. And um, I went there. And during that time, uh, God just really touched my heart and showed me the desperate need in that country. He showed me um, how it's just a forgotten nation. There's really not a lot of aid going on over there. Uh, there are so many, the, the people are so rich, but they don't know how to use what they have. And um, just since I was 16, I was having visions of, and dreams of building centres to, to feed the poor, but not just feed them, but teach them how to feed themselves. And... Um, and then when I was at the end of that trip in Madagascar, I, I was just um, having these dreams constantly and, and um, I was outside just talking to God like we're talking now and saying, God, how in the world am I going to do this big vision, big dream with uh, $50 a month that I was getting from the Morissette Catholic Church uh, as a missionary? And, um, and I, basically he just... Uh, he touched my heart to to just trust him, and um, I've always been a little businessman as a as a young boy, um, buying, going to the rejects shopping, buying a big bag of lollies, and then opening my bag at school and <laughs> selling them at lunchtime and stuff. And um, so I started an import export business after that, and then, yeah. yeah, and then um, yeah, but I got back to Australia and and talked to my pastor and said, "This is what I really want to do." He said, "This is what you need to do." And then I went to some business, Christian business people that love me and I love, and um, and they gave me the money to start Thrive. And um, basically, I um, I had no education to, to, to be able to do it, um, but I just had a dream, and um, the dream was to to, to build centres to feed the poor, and not just feed them, but teach them how to feed themselves, provide education and opportunities for people to succeed in life, and to have professional people. Um, come alongside me um, to to help us succeed in in um, blessing people yeah so 
So there you are, you've packed up 50 bucks a month, some people yeah. starting to come around, start the ministry. Now, here you are, how many years has it been now that you've been doing that? Um, it's been uh, since 2008, yeah. um, but there was a couple of years there where um, we weren't able to yeah. do much because yes. I was injured. Yeah, yes, so, yeah. yeah. So what does the ministry look like now on the ground for you over there? Can you mm. describe that for us? Well, um, <laughs> well, it's incredible because, you know, you know when you have a dream sometimes and it's, it's just a dream. Uh, but it's a we have a, a massive multifunction center, and you know so much has come out of this church. Incredible! Most of the projects we have have come out of this church. It's incredible that we have a, a multifunction center, uh, and it's almost finished. The the roof is completely finished, and the, the floor inside's finished. We're just doing the balustrade at the moment. Um, we have a living center um, with uh, forty kids. Uh, that have breakfast and after-school care. All of those kids are sponsored by Northside to go to school. Uh, and there's a, a bunch of other kids sponsored by Northside. And um, we have mums uh, that are getting educated, dads that are getting educated uh, in sewing and little and small businesses that are started have been started up. Um, in the country, we have uh, uh, the children's home with a bunch of kids that are desperate, um, some orphans and, and just other street kids. Uh, had nowhere to go, and um, we have heaps of staff. I think we've got how many? I don't even know. Uh, 18. Eighteen staff, and um, and then we've got a bunch of other contract workers that are con- constantly working on different projects in in the program. We've got school, we go to so many different things. Yeah, wow, so. it's incredible. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, how God's worked in that way. Uh, I can't imagine that you go from here to there with a ministry like that and it's mm. still going mm. uh, without God turning up in some mm. some interesting ways. What are mm. what are some of the what are some of the the wonderful ways that you've seen God show up throughout your ministry over there, uh, just on the yeah. ground practically? Yeah. Um, well, when I um, first started um, Chosen Servant Ministries, which is now Thrive Madagascar, I. Um, I had a thousand dollars that I invested in in a um, a business um, because I didn't want to just depend on people donating all the time. I wanted us to be self sufficient as well. So I um, I started um, I sell it, sold gemstones in Madagascar. I bought, I bought them in Madagascar and sold them in Australia, and then I turned that one thousand into eight thousand. And then anyway, um, we started doing projects with that, and then. Um, I used to go to church and, and sell chocolates at the back of the church and I just, I believed, um, the Bible says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and, and God will lift you up in due time. And um, I, I was humbling myself selling chocolates at the back of the church and, and just believing God to provide. And we had two weeks before going on one of one of the trips, um, this was back in, in 2009, and I had a dream of, um, of having 10000 to be able to buy a ton of toothbrushes and and um, and multivitamins and supplies just to just to bless thousands of people in the in the south of Madagascar where they were really suffering. And anyway, I was in the back of the church, and uh, it just so happened that there was this random guy coming through, um, and he heard me talking to another guy at church who's who's now our, our chief operations officer at Thrive. Um, he, I was talking to him about. I need 10,000. And he said, oh, how do you, when's your next trip? And I said, two weeks. He's like, oh, how are you going to get that? And I just said, I don't know, but God will provide. And anyway, some guy heard me and then um, just said, hey, mate, I'll give you 10,000. So, yeah. Wow. And so it's just, yeah, that was just at the beginning. But, you know, it's, 
there's so many of those things that have just come uh, since then and, um, yeah, brought just incredible transformation to the world. Right at the right time. Yeah. yeah. Now, interestingly, I guess that's some of the wonderful ways that it works, but interestingly, chatting to Brendan and Shannon here that you know well and love and just come back from doing a lot of medical work with you over there and part of Northside here, they said something that struck a lot of us when we were chatting, that that Mm. poverty is a nuanced issue. There's multiple layers to this. It's not just Mm -hmm. a money issue. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that true in your experience in terms of what you see over there? And and, and if Mm. so, what... How do you combat that? Yeah. Um, well, a lot of patience um, is, is the way I, I, I approach it. And uh, I ask all our team to approach um, helping the poor with patience because uh, some people want to, get, want to help themselves and others don't want to help themselves. They're happy to stay in poverty and, and just be beggars. Um, but when you provide people with education and opportunities, some of them really want to learn. And um, sometimes they don't have an opportunity as well. So um, I think incorporating that into, uh, into when you're helping the poor is just providing them with the education they need to maybe get a job, um, um, education um, just to start their own business, you know, um, and then just if they need some money to start their business, you help them out with that. But I just, I just think um, I started this thinking: you can't help everyone, but you can help some. You can't do everything, but you can do something. So um, that's the way I approach it. The ones that want to want help, we, we we focus on them. So, yeah, well, yeah, which yeah. is similar to what I've reflected this morning, and that's yeah. been our heart and going mm. deep and long with your ministry mm. over the years. Is say we we say do for one what you wish you could do for yeah. everyone. Yeah. And yeah. To speak of that partnership, twenty eleven ish was it that it, yep. it started? How that how that first come about? Yep. Well, that was incredible. Um, uh, do you all remember uh, Sarah Anderson? Yeah, yeah, she's. I lovely. think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, well, she's a, she's a beautiful girl. She um, was heading over to Madagascar with her, her now husband, Mark, and uh, Rachel Kearns, and they were at the um, uh, Malagasy ambassador in Sydney's office, and um, they said they're going over to do some um, some work with street kids and things like that. And then he said, oh, you're going to hook up with um, Singdio, uh, Singdio's group. But he didn't, they didn't even know – he didn't remember my name, but he just – Sarah just Googled um, my last name and it came up and then that's how it started. And uh, she contacted me and um, she caught up with us over there and, and loved the project and then brought it back to the church and, and um, wow, praise God. And here we are, yeah, yeah. Yeah, five yeah. years down the track. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Our wow. biggest sponsor is Northside. Right. Incredible. Right. Yeah. yeah, wow. Yeah. So no, that's been something due to our heart yeah. that we know, look, we... We know that the money is not everything and, no. and Emily challenged us wonderfully last yeah. week, didn't she, about mm. we are a resource church. We said we want to be a, we want to be a river, not, mm. not a, a billabong, yeah. you know, not a yeah. dead end of resource. Yeah. Um, and so this is part of what we're doing in that. But I, mm. I sense too that our partnership is shifting to more than just, just yeah. money. Yeah. Can you give the, the crew here an insight in terms of some of the ways that Northside has influenced your ministry practically and outside mm-hmm. of just yep. that, that giving portion because that's yep. not all that, what it's yep. about. Yeah. Well, um, I've had um, several people uh, from the church contact me over the years and just say I'd like to offer some help in this area or that area. And um, one of those has been um, Karen Armstrong over here. She's just been 
so great, just helping wherever she can with uh, human resources, making the uh, the organisation more professional, the marketing and this and that. Um, with Brendan and Shannon are helping with um, um, medical. <laughs> I couldn't get it out. Uh, with medical, and they're they're helping um, running the medical side of of Thrive in Madagascar. Edu- um, education. Richard Gray has just been wonderful in in writing up resources for um, what. For our new staff and our our, um, our current staff, identity in Christ classes, which uh, have just been so powerful in in getting the right staff and um, and just encouraging our team as well. Um, and we've got so many other people in the church that are volunteering their yeah. their time in um, in you know um, building inspectors, just looking over plans and um, and people translating documents into French uh, from French into English is. <laughs> You know, you've got yeah. such a great, supportive church, a mission-minded church, and um, yeah. it's exciting to hear. Yeah. Exciting to hear because yeah. a lot of our hearts been. We sort of talk about being fireflies or uh, putting things right where you are. You know, witnesses for God. However, we, however, however we can be, and I, I think mm. it's been exciting as the pastor watching some of the ways that this is more than just a money partnership where mm-hmm. we write a check to you, but yeah. something else is special here yeah. And, yeah. and and thrives changing. Yeah. And so I, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I wish we had so much more time, don't you? Yeah. Uh, that we could. Oh, we don't. Oh, we're, yeah. we're running out of time. So I've got to be conscious of what questions we want to ask because um, I'm conscious of that, that you're, you're now no longer a one-man band. You're, mm. you're now an organisation and yeah. that's happening. And, and so what, what have been the learning lessons for you now, 10, 10 years in with a little bit of a break? What have been the biggest challenges for you uh, personally as a leader mm-hmm. uh, but also organisationally over that time? Um, I would say um, not being in Madagascar as much as I'd like to be. Uh, it's quite hard to, to run run it from here um but you know it's it's um and also doing so many things myself uh at the beginning but the last few years we've had our board is activated we've got so many um my dreams have come true like we've we've got so many people actively working on specific projects at thrive now that it has released me um to be able to to do what i love um we've got people heading up all the business programs the health the education um and the marketing side of things, and um, and and also a chief operations officer now, and um, you know Northside has sort of made us uh, grow and become more professional. Um, you've you've really supported us in that as we become more professional too, and grow. You know we when we came to Northside, I think we were probably getting like twenty thousand dollars a year, um, but you know we're doing so much more now and um, becoming so much more professional. And um, and being able to do more in Madagascar is is an awesome thing too because of the partnership. So yeah. Well, that's the last question because it's yeah. it's not over. We yeah. just keep saying this is just yeah. new season mm. of uh, resourcing what we can and and you guys for mm. to, to open up for God to do His work. What what are the biggest needs for you as a ministry? What are some of the biggest needs you're seeing of the people in Madagascar over there at the moment? Um, as a ministry, um, we need uh, we need we need people to pray for us um, because the enemy is always trying to attack uh, the different projects we've got. Um, we need people to um, to help in, in whatever they can, um, and we need um, uh, yeah. We always need finance um, in in the different projects we're running. Um, 
But yeah, we need you to um, send us if you have any connections at schools or universities, uh, people that may be able to send a, a trip over or businesses that may, be, may like to be involved with us. We need your help with that. I yeah. Um, and the people of Madagascar, um, they, they def- desperately need your prayers. Um, there's, uh, there's lots of crazy things happening all the time over there. It's uh, one of the poorest countries uh, with the highest poverty severity gap between the rich and the poor. Um, so, yeah, they need your, your prayers. Uh, and, yeah. Um, yeah, come over and see what we're doing if you can. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, mate, there is a, there is a there is a diverse bunch in here listening in, and already part of our partnership has been testament to the way that God uh, has worked through your leadership and your visionary leadership, mm. and uh, and the way that we've been able to resource you in that, and and the faithful team that have been part of all that here, and and uh, and we love seeing what He's doing through mm. you and your ministry. Mm. We love the glory that God is getting mm. out of all of this, and uh, and that is really our heart. But I think an opportunity in front of the church family to say, uh, we love you, yeah. uh, we love uh, your fam, we love uh, thrive. It's becoming family to us. Um, we want you to feel. Incredible. Encouraged. We want you to be able to look out in days like this when, particularly when you're by yourself and you're over there doing ministry. And I know somewhat of the, the loneliness of leadership at mm-hmm. times over there. And Lord, mm-hmm. what are you doing and how this is going to work? And part of today too is that you could see a whole bunch of faces that, uh, that love you guys and are behind you. And, uh, and we love what God is doing through you. And, uh, and we're just praying that he's going to continue to bless you, to strengthen you, mm. and, uh, and just to continue to doing the work mm. that he's doing through you. So, yeah. um, so thank you, mate, right. for, for what you are doing yeah. over there and your, your obedience to the call and the way that you've dragged us with you yeah. <laughs> in your entrepreneurial uh, spirit over there. Yeah. Yeah. It's been great. Yeah, yeah, it's been cool. Okay. Yeah, awesome. Well, Thanks, well, Pastor. Uh, well, yeah. We're going to pray for you. Yeah, great. Yeah. Why great. don't we get a couple of the friends of Madagascar come up here. We're going to pray for Brendan. I know Karen's down there and if Rich is around and, and some of the, the immediate team that's been involved and then where's the church. We, we just want you to um, feel loved and supported and encouraged as we are. Uh, as we get ready to continue to send you on to do your work. Less time here, more time Madagascar. Let's pray, church. Uh, Father, we lift this nation up to you. The forgotten island. A nation struck by poverty, as we've heard. A nation of people that you love and you care for. And you're relentlessly pursuing and if it's too, uh, too ethereal, too intangible, you've sent this servant, Brendan, across there from Australia into the midst of it. Now his family, now that team there um, that are seeking to do for one what they wish they could do for everyone. Well, Father, we are seeing change and we are seeing movement. We're seeing you working through them. And so, Father, will you bless Brendan and Diari, will you keep them strong, will you keep him strengthened as a leader by your Holy Spirit continue to keep his eyes over that horizon those eyes upon you keep his vision big, keep his vision grand, may he never lose the fervour of that vision that we see in him to change the nation of Madagascar and Father as he does that may he know that of a whole range of wonderful supporters that are around him he has Northside Community Church Uh, and for each of us Father in our own humble way uh, may we find a joy this morning and in this season 
of knowing that we partner with you through Brendan and through that amazing team to make a difference in that country. So all of us collectively, we stand shoulder to shoulder to pray for Madagascar, to pray that all the powers and the principalities and the spiritual darkness that uh, we war against in, in that realm and on the coalface of such difficult ministry would be pushed back by the light that is Thrive Madagascar, uh, that you would go ahead of them, that your hand would be upon them, that you would protect them in Jesus' name, and that, uh, Lord, you would be honoured, that you would be glorified, and that your kingdom may come in Madagascar in the years to come, as it already has been in the smallest of small. We trust the mustard seed, Lord. We know that your kingdom is small, but it's powerful, and it is coming. It is coming through them, and so, Lord, we commit them to you, and we commit the resources that will go to them again this year, Father, that you would take that, you would bless that, that you would multiply that in a way that only you can, Father. So we thank you for who you are, for your relentless love for the people of Madagascar, for us. Be with them, be with Brendan, be with us as a church as we continue to do your work and your mission, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Give Brendan a round of applause. Thank you, mate. Cheers, bro. Well, thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to find out more about Northside, visit northsidechurch.org.au.